TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The band. WFAN. Hour, whatever the heck you want to call it, it is midnight, a few minutes past, actually two minutes past, right here on WFAN. Brian Rascona bringing you to 3 a.m. Michael Fliegelman, Fleegs, will take over then. Number to get involved here on the fan is 877-337-6666. As always, you can always hit me up on Twitter, and that's B underscore R-A-S. C-O-N-A, B underscore Rascona at R-A-S-C-O-N-A. This is the dog days of summer, and it feels like it. It's a summer Saturday into Sunday, and you're hanging with scones up until 3 a.m., and we got a lot to talk about. The Giants obviously are standing their ground, and they are not paying big money for Saquon Barkley, we'll get to that. They signed James Robinson, Cole's, Cole Beasley in the mix uh, a couple days ago. Their training camp opens up, I believe, on Tuesday. Jets training camp opened up already. Aaron Rodgers had some things to say, and he's saying all the right things. We'll get to that through the course of the show. The Mets take game one of the secondary doubleheader as the game got postponed last night. Kodai Sanga took the mound, and a downpour took over at Fenway Park. And they finished the game today. The Mets won game one by a score of 5-4. to They dropped game two today behind Max Scherzer, who is completely abysmal. And if you are a Met fan like I am, and you are still locked into game after game after game after game, take a page out of the Joe Beningo book. Enjoy your summer. All right? We could get to that through the course of the three hours as well. Um, the Mets are, they need everything. They need everything they could get. They need every win they could get. They need the baby bloomers. It's Alvarez. It's Beatty. It's Vientos. Now that Vientos is up, granted, can he get the playing time to get in there in the lineup? But you know what? I want to start with the Yankees because that's the only relevant baseball team right here in New York. They have the Royals come in. They took care of the Royals last night, or actually two nights ago, I should say, now that it's Sunday morning. And there was a point in that game and in the ninth inning where Garcia, and thank God for Peraza, making a great play. You know, everybody wanted to tout of Volpe for being heady and making a play to third and ending the game. 
Peraza made the play on Garcia on a liner because if Peraza wasn't playing where he was playing, and I'm sure analytics played a part in that and he was playing in this position that he wanted to or the position that Boone, you know, set him out to play, um, that was a big-time play. Before Volpe was able to snag the grounder, make the play the third to end the game, that was a big-time play last night. And my buddy texted me, he goes, and when a big time Yankee fan texts me, he goes, I can't believe they won that game. Almost like he was to the point where I didn't even know if they were going to win that game. You know what I mean? Against the Royals. And then they come out today and they come out and get another one by the score of five to two. Now you look at today's game and it's Garrett Cole, right? He's your stopper vying for another Cy Young that he hasn't obtained yet. And Garrett Cole is one of the best pitchers in baseball. If you listen to me, within weeks prior to me being on tonight, uh, I have great respect for Garrett Cole. Does he let up the home run? Yes, he does. But when you look at a microcosm of what the Yankee offense has been, and then today, Billy McKinney has been such a juggernaut in that offense. He's almost been the Aaron Judge, dare I say, Right? The savior, the guy who's been there, the guy who knows how to put the bat on the ball, so much so that Aaron Boone put him in the leadoff spot tonight. And Susan, before the game started, was not surprised by it. Right? Susan Waltman's been around the team for years. She said in the pregame was not surprised by it. Billy McKinney again, coming through for the Yankees. But that's not what I really want to put the the magnifying glass on. Torres extends his game to 12, extends his hitting streak to 12 games. Glaber's been great. Home runs left and right. Getting on base, doing what he's supposed to do, right? And I don't want to like, so, you know, I come in, I'm listening. I'm not listening. I'm putting the Mets on. And I'm putting the and I'm putting talk radio on here. Uh, Connell McShane, right? Connell McShane here was on before that, and I'm listening. And there wasn't a ton of like emphasis on what the Yankees did tonight or what the Yankees have been doing. Now I know it's the Royals, all right. I'm not getting crazy here. I know Sal was on early this week and he was touting off about how the Yankees were going to come and play the Royals and they were the superior team and they were going to come in and run rub shot over them. I get it. That makes sense. The Royals are not a very good baseball team. But when you look at a team that's struggling offensively and when you look at what the pitchers that they were not hitting against prior to the fact of tonight, right? Torres is on a 12-game hitting streak. He's doing great. Rizzo... Base hit tonight. That's good to see. You want to see that. Stanton, two hits tonight, one of them being a home run. And if you heard me last week and two weeks ago, this this lineup without Judge, Stanton needs to take advantage. He has six home runs out of the last ten games. This is where we need to be if you're a Yankee fan. This is where we need to be if you want to make a run at this thing. You need Stan to make a run at this thing. And I don't want to beat a dead horse here. You're going to say, well, I just listened to you a week ago, two weeks ago. You were saying the same thing two weeks ago. Yes, I was. But he came through. He's been coming through. 
Stan's been coming through, and you know what? The Yankees are winning. Yes, they're playing the Royals, but you know what? Who is that? Whoever is on the schedule has no detriment to what, you know, you can't detriment the player, right? Whether he's facing Singer on the mound, whoever he's facing, it's pitcher versus batter, okay? I don't care if they're playing the Royals. I don't care if they're playing the AAA whoever's, all right? He had three RBIs tonight and a home run. That's what you want Stanton to be. He's got to take the place of Judge. Rizzo got a base hit like I just said earlier. Okay? Bader came in today. He went one for one when we thought he was injured. LeMayu, another one. Base, a home run, opposite field. Now, if you heard me last few weeks... LeMayu, when is he going to be the poor man's Vogelbach? When is he going to be that Yankee fan's Vogelbach? Is this the turning point? On top of it, you have Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is the best player on the Yankees. Now, you're going to say, well, I can say he's not a position player, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's not what I'm talking about. He is a stopper. He's vying for another Cy Young yet again. At what point, at what point as a Yankee fan do you turn the tide here? At what point as a player, from a Giancarlo standpoint, from a DJ LeMayu standpoint, at what point do you turn the tide? You have two games against the Mets after Monday. Now, it's very interesting. This Mets... Yankee Subway Series, you know, has been depicted as who cares? Nobody cares, right? Nobody cares. The Mets are done dead in the water, which I agree with. The Mets are dead in the water. I'm a Met fan. The Mets are dead in the water. But they're still clinging on to the aspects of playoff baseball. The Yankees have a more, way more of a significant shot to making the playoffs. And I put a lot of emphasis in this series. I do. Coming up on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then following that, the Yankees have the Orioles on top of it. Which is like almost classic mid-90s, late-90s Yankees versus Baltimore. And they're going on... The Yankees are going to get to a point here where this is the first series they won. By the way. They've already won the series. This is the first one they've won. In the whole month of July. This could be the first sweep in quite some time. As they go out there and take the mound later on today. On this Sunday. Where are you as a Yankee fan? Are you a believer now? Are you a seller now? Because don't forget the trade deadline's right around the corner. Are you trading Billy McKinney? And I know it's crazy to even think about that. But the guy's been nothing but productive. He's been nothing but productive. And I believe you have Severino coming on the mound later on today. Alex can check that out. Alex Arzorum's on the other side of the glass. I don't even know, but I'm pretty sure, 90%, 99% sure that it's Severino later on today. Can Severino go out there, do what he did against the Angels in the last outing, go out there, And solidify a spot in this rotation because Cortez is on his way back. Now, you look at this this offense of the Yankees 
Rizzo, now, Rizzo hasn't had a home run since May 20th. I get it. Okay, fine. But the bat on the ball, he's got a base hit. That's where it starts. So it's Severino against Jordan Lyles. Alex, just check that out for me, and I appreciate that. So Severino today, he's battling for a position, right? I mean, Cortez is on the mend. He's going to come back. And if he pitches to what Nestor Cortez is going to be at, then that's what that he's going to be in there. That's where he's going to be. And Severino's going to be odd man out, which is completely unfathomable unfathomable to even think about, considering that Severino was vying for a Cy Young in 2017. I mean, I remember texts from my friends saying, that, who would you rather have, Severino or DeGrom, back in 2017, which was bonkers to me. But they're going to go out there, and they might sweep the Royals tomorrow. They could go out there on Tuesday and Wednesday in the Bronx and go beat the Mets two in a row. And you could see there, you could listen to McMonagle, and you can, you know, he could be upset about it. And you could listen to all the Yankee fans here on the station, and they could be very upset at where the Yankees are right now. But from a Cashman standpoint, and from a Hal Steinbrenner standpoint, you know what they want to do? They all they want to do is make the playoffs, and they want to tell you that they made the playoffs on top of it. But this team still, at the end of the day, with the likes of Stanton, with the likes of LeMayu, right? If they catch fire, LeMayu all of a sudden, and he talked about it, has found something, he said. He said he's made significant changes into what he does at his approach at the plate. And I was the guy who was saying, when is he going to be that Met fans Vogelbach? Well, tonight, he hit a monstrous home run, 410 feet, opposite field, something that's encouraging. And the Yankees aren't looking to make significant changes in the regard of their veterans. It's not going to happen. Stan's still going to be here. LeMayu's still going to be here. Torres is still going to be here. Are they going to be buyers at the trade deadline? Yes. Do I think they make a play for Bellinger? I think they make a play. I think they make phone calls. I do. Bellinger's batting 319 for the Cubs. And if the Cubs are willing to sell, I do think they make a play for him. It's almost because why not? And at the end of the day, when you're looking at it right now, the Yankees are right there for the wild card spot in the playoffs. They're right there. And again, I don't want to sit here and I'm not I'm a Met fan. I don't want to sit here and act like I'm a pro- complete, you know, apologist or I don't want to sit here and be like I want I, you know, I think they're going to make the playoffs and win the World Series. I you know, I I'm not a jump to conclusions guy. If you ever seen Office Space, jump to conclusions, Matt. That's not my that's not my thing. But as long as I've been alive, I'm 40 years old. The Yankees have never not made the playoffs, okay? Very few and far between. And when you make the playoffs, especially now in Major League Baseball, anything can happen, as we saw last year. Phillies, right? I mean, going back, the Phillies changed their manager last year. A third into the season, and they were in the World Series. So it's like, when you get there, 
And, 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 and again, when you get there and you're able to get there and you're able to get to the wild card spot and you have the veteran leadership that you do with this Yankee team, there's no reason why you can't – Why there's no reason why you don't think they can, that they could get there. And if Stan could be Stan, if you heard me two weeks ago, Stan needs to take the place of Judge, which, by the way – who started batting practice with Loisago. He's going to start this this week, and we'll see how that works out. So things are starting to sh- form into shape. And if you've heard me say this before, you've heard me say it a million times, Major League Baseball in the regular season, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And right now, from what I see, and I know it's the Royals. You could sit here and say, Scones, I know. They're playing putrid baseball teams. Okay. Well, they got two against the Mets, and then they play in the the Orioles. It's almost like 1997 all over again. All right? They're going to be out there. They're going to be playing the Orioles next weekend. So we'll see how that pans out. And I'm I'm not sitting here saying the Yankees are going to win the World Series, but I'm sitting here, and you just got to sit here as a fan and be like, hey, Let's take one game at a time and figure out where we are at the end of the day. And same here with the Mets. The Mets are the same thing. It's the same thing. With the Mets, it's the same thing. The Mets have dug themselves such a hole, you have to take one game at a time and hope they climb back into it. They're looking up at the Phillies, the Marlins, as the Marlins have started to recede. But you're looking back as a wild card standpoint from the Mets standpoint. They're they're both when When these two teams play each other come Tuesday and Wednesday this week, it's the same idea. I mean, they have to win. They have to win. The Mets need more wins than the Yankees. The Mets need to win, like, every series going on from the here on out and sweep, like, three of them, maybe four. I mean, it was all well and cute that they won six games going into the All-Star break. It was cute. And then they dropped two to the Padres going into the All-Star break. And then it's like, ah, oh hum the Mets is still the Mets. And that's another story. And we could talk about that for the next three hours. As I got you to 3 a.m. till Mike Fliegelman takes over. But right now, when you look at this team and you look at the Yankees and you look at the Mets and you look at both teams, when they go face each other in the Subway Series on Tuesday and Wednesday, they're both in the same position. The Mets are on the ground looking up. The Yankees are on top of the ground looking at everybody else. And they have to win ball games. And they're beating the teams that they have to beat. And what else do you want? At the end of the day. What else do you want at the end of the day? It's late July. They won their first series that they've won in a long time. This is the first series they've won in the month of July. They might sweep the series. I can't even remember the last time the Yankees swept the last series. Right? They got the Mets on the horizon. They got the Orioles. And it's going to be very interesting next e- next weekend on what happens between both those teams. Also, you got the Giants. I don't know if you watched that or what's going on. But if you didn't, um, the Giants obviously are not going to bite on the Saquon deal. They're not going to bite on the fact that Saquon wants more money. They're not going to bite on the fact of anything as far as running backs go. And Saquon is where he is. He, uh, he, you know, he took to a podcast um, to basically say, you know, I think it was more of the publicists or whoever he has employed under his umbrella to release it. But he was basically alluding to the fact that I'm willing to sit out. 
And if I'm willing to sit out, then the Giants are going to suffer, yes. But from a Joe Shane standpoint, Joe Shane's willing to accept the fact that he's going to suffer for one year, which is why he signed, went out this week and signed James Robinson. And it was more of like life without Saquon. They drafted Eric Gray out of Oklahoma in in this previous year's draft. They still have Gary Brightwell. And they have Matt Breida. So... I think from a Shane standpoint, if you look if you look at who won the Super Bowl over the last 10 years, right? You look at all these running backs and, you know, Clyde Edwards Alaire, um, you know, Leonard Fournette, uh, Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers, um, who am I missing? I mean, there really hasn't been a dynamic running back that's won the Super Bowl over the last five, seven, ten years where you need to pay these guys. And it's just, you know, there's nothing I could say right now that it hasn't been said on these airwaves as far as when it comes to Saquon Barkley and the way running, back, running backs get paid. It is what it is. It is what it is. If I'm looking at the Giants, I'm looking forward. You know, I'm a diehard Giant fan. I'm looking forward at these Giant teams, uh, at this Pro- Giant probably team. Probably Marshawn Lynch. You think Marshawn Lynch? Like that, like that was like the last. The last dynamic yeah, okay. Right. Marshawn Lynch was the last dynamic running back to win a Super Bowl. Like when Foles won a Super won the Super Bowl with the Eagles in what was it, twenty eighteen? Who was the running back? Right? Nobody knows. Right? Who was the running back of that Eagle team when they won the Super Bowl and they beat the Pats? Who was the running back of that Patriot team in twenty seventeen? Like James White? Right, James White, right. But was he a dynamic Paid running back at the time? Absolutely not. Who's the dynamic paid running back that won the Super Bowl? Marshawn Marshawn Lynch would probably be the last one. And I mean dynamic. Other than that, I mean, you could go all the way back. You go all the way back to the Giants. The two Giants Super Bowl teams, Brandon Jacobs, Derek Ward, Ahmad Bradshaw. So it's... At the end of the day, I think Shane knows. Even Shane's Buffalo teams, before he came to the Giants, who did he have? Who was his running backs? Who was it? He drafted, uh, what's his face, out of FAU, who's still there. Out of Buffalo. He's, Moss was there, and it's, um, why is his name escape me right now? I think Montgomery. No, no, it's no, it's um, his name's escaping me right now. Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary. There you go. Out of FAU, drafted him out of FAU. It's a bad job out of me. I should have known that. But yes, Devin Singletary, and he, Joe Shane knows the deal. He knows the deal. He knows he's a GM. He's he was there in Buffalo, and he knows the deal. He knows that he's not paying running backs. Not happening. And he's doing the same thing with Saquon Barkley. He's going to play ball with him. No pun intended. And Saquon wants to take his, he wants to take the Giants logo off his social media. Then so be it at the end of the day. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 